You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Thanks for joining us for Fully Alive, the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity for the Archdiocese of Chicago. This is Ryan Lentz. Later this month, on March 24th and 25th, the Archdiocese will be hosting two engaging programs that features music, visual presentations, and reflections. The program features the teachings of Theology of the Body, and it's called Made for More. So to tell us about the program, I'd like to welcome Don Fitzpatrick, Senior Coordinator of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. Hi, Don. Good morning, Ryan. How are you today? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yes. Uh, we're also delighted to welcome Christopher West, the founder and director of The Core Project, an organization that's dedicated to promoting the teachings of Pope John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, Ryan and Don. Happy to be with you and your audience. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. So, Christopher, I think I first heard your name in college. I was given a copy <laughs> of Theology of the Body for Beginners. So I know this is something that you have been passionate about for many, many years, because um, uh, it's been many years since I've been in college. <laughs> so, um, so I would just love to hear, how did you first get connected to these teachings of the Theology of the Body, and kind of how, how did this come to be your life's work? Yeah, well, I would put it this way. I was raised in the church in the 70s and 80s on what you might call the starvation diet gospel. <laughs> the, <laughs> the basic message in the air was your desires are bad. They're only going to get you in trouble. You need right. to repress all that, but follow all these rules, and you'll be a good, upstanding Christian citizen. Mm -hmm. So in my teenage years, I became a quick convert to what I call the fast food gospel, <laughs> which is the secular culture's promise of immediate gratification for the hunger. Right. right? In, in the words of Bruce Springsteen, everybody's got a hungry heart. Um, but, but the problem is we, we don't know where to take that hunger. Yeah, so sure. so we, I ended up taking it to the, the cultural solution. But in my college years, the grease and the sodium of all that fast food caught up with me, so to speak. And it put me on my knees on a, on a, in a college dorm in 1988 saying, God in heaven, if you exist, you better show me why you gave me these desires, because they're getting me and everybody I know into a hell of a lot of trouble. Yeah. What, what is your plan? And that sent me on a journey, Ryan, uh, that a few years later led me to discover St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. This is the early 90s now. And for the first time in my life, I realize Christianity is not a starvation diet. It's an invitation to a banquet. Right. Mm -hmm. Banquet that really corresponds to the deepest hungers and cries of the human heart. And John Paul II told me that hunger, not only was it good, not only did God put it there to lead me to him, but he gave it a name. He called it Eros. Mm -hmm. E-R-O-S. And, and I was thinking, what? What do you mean? I mean, 
in my mind, formed by the fast food pornographic culture, the word eros, erotic, was, was nothing but pornographic. And he said, no, no, no. You are confusing the Greek word eros with the Greek word porneia. Porneia is the distortion of God's plan for eros. God gave us eros to be like the fuel of a rocket. It's meant to launch us to the stars, to the infinite, to the eternal. Right. This was the good news, and I knew then I'd spend the rest of my life studying this teaching and sharing it with the world. You know, I have to say, Christopher, I've taken several classes with you at Theology of the Body Institute and um, and just, you know, read your books and talked to you around the campfire. I mean, there's just there's just so much rich information in John Paul II's teachings. Um, and I think I've just, you know— Pairing it down to one thing, what I one of the things that really got me in studying theology of the body is the fact that you know we've we've always thought of our church as being very proscriptive and a church that tells us you shall not, you shall not, you shall not. Yeah. Um, but in studying theology of the body, what I've learned is our faith is really about absolute free will and when is the right time to say yes. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. And what are we saying yes to? Right. We're, we're saying yes to the deepest satisfaction of the cry of the human heart. But we need new eyes to see the Church this way. We need new eyes. John Paul II would put it this way. We need new eyes to see the sacramentality of the world. What, what does that mean? It means that the good things of this world are signs, signs that point us to another world, another reality. And the greatest sign that God has given us to point us to that other reality is the human body. Ours is the faith of the incarnation, of God in the flesh. You know, we we tend to think of religion as escaping from the body and the physical world to reach God. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. Christianity is exactly the opposite movement. It is God entering this physical world and taking on a body to reach us. Right. How do we encounter God? We encounter Him in the body, through the body. This is my body given up for you. It is the source and summit of everything we believe as Catholics. So it's so important to realize that theology of the body is not some footnote in our faith. Theology of the body is our faith. It's the faith of the Incarnation, the Word made flesh. But we need to enter into what that means, and that's what this Made for More event is all about. Great. And I know that this is something that you've been doing around the country with some collaborators. So, um, yeah, just how did this how did this particular program come kind of come into being? It's the it's the latest incarnation again to use that (laughs) word. It's the latest incarnation of twenty five years of of looking for the, the right images, the right language, the right music, the right uh, art, uh, secular art, sacred art. This, this evening of reflection is a beautiful, sensual experience, and by that I mean it awakens your senses, right? right. Our, ours, ours is the faith of, of smells and bells. Right? We, we encounter the divine in and through our bodies, as we've been saying, and this event is designed of... After 25 years of doing this work, it's the, it's the culmination of, of art, of reflection, of music, of beauty, to open our eyes to this sacramental view of existence, that the things we love in this life, the, the 
beauty of music, the goodness of food, the delight of human love, all of these things are little sacraments that God gives us to point us to the eternal, to open our eyes to the banquet that truly corresponds to the hunger of our hearts. That's what this is all about. So a lot of people listening may have seen you somewhere, you know, doing a, a lecture-type presentation. So how is this made for more different from those trip, typical presentations that people may yes, have seen this, you get? This is not a lecture at a podium. This is more like a night at the theater. Mm-hmm. This is a, an artistic entering into the gift and mystery of what it means to be human. All of the modern popes have made this point that we need art to reach the heart Mm -hmm. with the good news of the gospel. And we've kind of lost this in the modern world. Our our art, in many ways, especially a certain brand of religious art, has kind of become saccharine and kind of kitschy. Mm -hmm. And and we we need to restore the depth of, of good art. That's the goal of this event, through music, through storytelling, through appeals to sacred and secular art, all interwoven with with a dynamic presentation. The goal here is to awaken the deepest yearnings of our hearts and to point them, orient them in the direction of authentic satisfaction. Our faith, as I said earlier, is not a starvation diet. It's an invitation to a luscious, lavish banquet, and that's what this event is all about. Right. Well, and we always talk about coming to the wedding feast of the Lamb, right? And so really, yeah. so what does that really mean? And that's what we're talking about here um, in this presentation. What does it really mean to come to the wedding feast of the Lamb, right? Yes, exactly. That's, that's the invitation of Scripture. We, we tend to forget, or maybe we've never even realized, that the Bible begins with a wedding in an earthly paradise, mm-hmm. and it ends with a wedding in a heavenly paradise. And the whole purpose of human marriage, the whole purpose of human love, is to point us to that eternal reality. That's what we were saying earlier about the sacramentality of our bodies. Think mm-hmm. about it. Right. A, a man's body does not make sense by itself, nor does a woman's body. But seen in light of each other, unless we're blind, and that's the problem in the modern world, we've lost sight of these things, we see in the sexual difference, we see a call to holy, life-giving communion. Right. But, well, and I, I think that's so important to understand. And the other thing that people, they look at theology of the body and they think, well, this is Catholic sex ed. We're going to be talking about sexuality, so it's Catholic sex ed. So I know from, from you that that's not true. So why don't you speak on that for a second? Yes. So, so let's, let's take this where it goes. What is the call to holy communion? inscribed in our bodies. St. Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 5 that the union of man and woman in one flesh is a great mystery that opens up for us who Christ is and who the Church is and what it means to be human and why we're here, where we come from and where we are headed. If we come to see our bodies rightly, we discover what Pope Francis calls the golden key that unlocks the entire story of salvation. I love that expression. It's marvelous. Really and truly, our, our bodies as men and women are the golden key that unlocks the whole biblical story. How so? 
Well, here's the whole biblical story in five words. John, you've heard me say this many times. <laughs> what are those five words? God wants to... Marry us? Marry us. <laughs> God wants to marry us. And he wanted this eternal marital plan to be so obvious to us that he chiseled an image of it right in our body. Right. The call to holy communion inscribed in our body is a sign of the holy communion of the Eucharist. This is not the way people typically see their bodies. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, Christopher, we are uh, running up into our final break for the hour. Uh, could we uh, um, join you and continue the conversation in just a moment? Of course. All Happy right, please Thanks. stay Great. with us. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donation that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. The special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Homes March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Homes March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. Thanks for staying with us on Fully Alive, the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity for the Archdiocese of Chicago. This is Ryan Lenz along with Don Fitzpatrick, and we are speaking with Christopher West about Made for More, a Theology of the Body presentation that's coming to the Archdiocese uh, later this March. We should mention those dates. Uh, it's coming to St. Alphonsus in Lakeview on uh, Tuesday, March 24th, and then the next day is going to be at St. Damien in Oak Forest on Wednesday, March the 25th. And both evenings will be at 7 p.m. And this is a, a very elaborate presentation. It's about two and a half hours, right, Christopher? Yeah, um, two and a half hours with an intermission, kind of, as I said earlier, like a, like a night at the theater. Yes, it's, it sounds so exciting. I'm really excited about it. Um, and you, of course, have Mike Mangione with you, and he is a musician and a storyteller. So what, what is his role? Mike Mangione is, is our musical artist. He is He's a folk singer. He's a storyteller. He's like, he's like a Catholic Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a troubadour. This man sings from his heart, and his lyrics weave together the themes 
that we'll be talking about, not, not in so much a, a prose sense, but in a storytelling way yeah. that really cracks open the heart to to enter in to the, the gift of, of our faith in a, a very creative way, very eye-opening and, and heart-rending way. Well, and I and I know from from meeting him, um, I think it was last summer. I was out um, in in the Philadelphia area for a class you guys were doing together, and um, and he was talking about his inspiration was actually being at a presentation that you were giving, and then he delved deeper into theology of the body, and then he wanted to write songs about it. That's right. Twenty one years ago, I was giving a talk. He was still in college at the time, and uh, he came to this retreat I was giving and. I could tell he didn't want to be there. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long weekend for him. But a few years later, I was back in his area giving another talk, and he, he came up to me and he said, that weekend changed my life, yeah. and I've been writing music, I've been bringing what I learned from you into my lyrics, and he handed me a CD, and, and I knew right away this guy had a very special gift and talent, and he and I have been traveling the world together for many years, uh, weaving his music in together with, with my presentation. You know, and and I have to say, from somebody who has also been called to theology of the body, it's it's one of those things. It just gets it gets into your heart, and then you got to do something with it. Um, God yeah. God won't leave you alone once once you understand His message through theology of the body. Um, I mean, I find the message in everything I do, whether I'm watching a movie, whether I'm listening to a song, whether I'm talking to my husband, whether we're in a conversation and people are telling me what's going on in their life. I, I, I find references to theology of the body in everything. Um, and That's because it is in everything. Yes, absolutely. It's, every, it's written into the very fabric of creation. And what John Paul has given us is really like a, a pair of glasses to see the world as it really is. Mm-hmm. And oh, how beautiful it really is. It's right. like seeing things in full color or in, in, in a whole new dimension. Or, you know like those stereograms, those, those graphs that you look at that just look like a bunch of jumbled up things on a page, but then you shift your focus and the image pops out. And yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's what this is like. Right. Well, and I just know... Um, you know, after going to the first class at Theology of the Body Institute, now what I had already been studying Theology of the Body at that point, and uh, then I discovered Theology of the Body Institute once I came to the Archdiocese of Chicago. And the first class I took was with, with Bill Donahue. It wasn't with you, but I learned so much about the Mass. And I every time I go to church now, every time I go to Mass, it's such a different experience thanks to what Bill taught us in Theology of the Body, you know, um, it was, it's just it's incredible just relating Jesus to us the way that uh, theology of the body does. And it's 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 kind of sad that we even have to call it something else. Like I know. theology of the body makes it sound like some new thing or side thing. Or, no, no, no. This is just a way of seeing what our faith always has been, what it really is, yeah. and how how God really and truly wants to satisfy the deepest cry of our hearts. If if there are listeners out there who are who are thinking, I, I know I'm looking for something. I know there's got to be more than what this world is holding out to me. That's what the Made for More event is all about. It's about pointing us in the direction of the real satisfaction of the deepest cry of our hearts. And it really will turn the lights on so that you can see what's going on in the modern world. 
so that you can understand the crisis that's going on in the church, so that you can understand difficulties and struggles in your own life and have hope for coming out of those struggles into the newness of life that God really wants to grant us. Right. When I think it's it becomes more and more obvious what Satan's plan is <laughs> in our in our world when we understand what God's plan is for exactly. us. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Be, because Satan's twisted it all up all around the body and our relationships. My goodness, right? And this, our, is, this is so important for people under, to understand. And I always teach my students this because it changes. It kind of shifts us in a direction that makes sense of the whole world. Mm-hmm. And it is foundational Catholic cosmology, if you will, an understanding of the universe, it's this. The devil does not have his own clay. All he can do is take God's clay, and God looked at everything he made and said, behold, it is very good, right? The devil gets his hands on that good clay, and he twists it up, right? We live in this world that is so confused about the meaning of the body. Mm-hmm. So confused about the meaning of gender, so confused about the meaning of marriage. Why? Because the enemy has got his hands on the great mystery of human sexuality, and he's turned it into a great misery. <laughs> but uh, yes. this is the good news of the gospel. Christ comes into that misery to reveal the great mystery, the great mystery of who we are. That's what this Made for More event is all about, untwisting what's been twisted up by sin and by the enemy so that we can see the world as God created it to be, and we can see how beautiful we are as men and women made in His image and likeness. Great. Well, uh, Christopher, we're so grateful that you were able to take some time this morning to share with us a little bit about your passion and um, and, and to talk about Made for More. We're uh, we're really excited to be able to host you uh, later this month. So again, those dates are going to be March 24th at St. Alphonsus in Lakeview, and then March 25th at St. Damien in Oak Forest. Um, again, thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, You're look forward to so having you. so welcome. I, I hope the listeners out there, these events typically sell out. So if you, if something's tapping you on the shoulder right now, please, please take action. And, and do you, are you going to post something on, on your website as to where mm-hmm. they can get the tickets? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, go to um, respectlifechicago.org and visit the event page, and you'll find links directly to how to uh, download uh, the... How to go in and buy your tickets, and Mm -hmm. or you can call us in the office, too, so that either way. I can't wait to be there for those two dates in Chicago. We're looking forward to it, Christopher. Can't wait to see you. Thanks, Colin, and thanks, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Have a blessed day, all. Thank you so much for being with us. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.